Hour 3, DNC 93.7 FM. Our conversation with Andy Brickley is sponsored by Norfolk Power Equipment and Kubota Tractor. Visit Norfolk Power today to enjoy money-saving year-end Kubota deals. Check out NorfolkPower.com for more information. Good morning, Andy Brickley. Happy Thanksgiving to you and your bride. Well, happy Thanksgiving to you guys, too. Good to talk. How are you doing today? I'm doing all right. Went for a nice little rainy walk this morning here in beautiful Buffalo. Give us, give us an exact time and place on the ice and participants in the revenge. <laughs> what what form does the revenge take? What time does it take? We're writing this down, uh, Andy. Well, I'm hoping uh, I'm hoping that we get a look at it right from the opening puck drop. And I'm Ooh, uh, nice. I'm anticipating you know a lineup for the Bruins to look like Lucic on the left side, Campbell in the middle, Fulton on the right, <laughs> Wentzik, uh, Jonathan, yeah. <laughs> Now this is a TV trick, right? You want us to tune in right at the start. On Nesson, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you got to watch the pregame show too. Coverage begins at six thirty with Bruins faceoff on Nesson. <laughs> now you know d- how this goes. You know how this goes, guys. It's going to be. It's either going to be a bloodbath right from the start, or it's going to be a Wednesday night November game between two teams battling for first place, or something in between. You never know what you're going to get, but uh, the anticipation is that the Buffalo Sabers are going to let the Bruins know that they're going to man up and stand up for themselves and for one another. Yeah, oftentimes this anticipation fizzles out and nothing happens. I don't think that's probably the case since they, like the Bruins and the Matt Cook thing, were criticized for not responding. Aren't they sort of forced into doing something tonight because of that factor? Yeah, and you never really get that same exact genuine opportunity that they had to respond when Lucic collided with Miller uh, or hit him or checked him or ran him, however you want to describe it. Uh, That opportunity has come and gone. Uh, and you never get that same opportunity back. But uh, because these guys are division rivals and they're both very good teams and they expect to see each other in the postseason, they have to respond. And if it means you sacrifice the two points tonight to send a certain message, even though it's really not part of their DNA, it's not really how their team is made up, mm-hmm. they do have to stand up for themselves tonight. Is Cody McCormick the guy? I don't think he's going to play, John. No. Uh, no, well, reading the paper and the reports and uh, and getting reports from practice, it doesn't look like he's going to be in the lineup. But, who's, who's next man up then? Well, I expect Gostad. He was kind of under the microscope. He had a lot of things to say following the game about uh, how embarrassed they were. Yep. Uh, pretty good-sized guy. You know, he's not uh, he's not on a short list of the toughest guys in the NHL, but he's tough. He's tough, and he's... Uh, He's a guy I would look for tonight. And another guy like Coletta, another guy like Regeer. I think those are the three guys that come to mind when you take a look at this. And, and the, there's no chance they do what the Canadians did and call the cops, is there? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, Buffalo would never put themselves in that same position. Well, well, if there's a fight, you know, one guy, you know, one-on-one, man with Lucic, is it over then or does it drag on and does someone take a run, you know, at the Bruins goaltender? Well, that's, you make a good point, Jerry, because uh, that's been emphasized a lot in practice. And if you go back to the incident, Lindy Ruff's response after the league came down in favor of uh, getting the call right on the ice, you know, the coach of the save is Lindy Ruff saying, well, I guess it's open season on running goaltenders. Right. Uh, and that got a response from the league, but if you watch the practice, uh, the emphasis has been net drive, strong net drive. So depending on who's in net for Boston and obviously the defense, they have to be aware of that tonight too. Andy, have you ever been in the situation that uh, Lucic is in today, waiting, anticipating a game tonight where you know you're going to probably have to fight based on something that happened earlier? And what's that feeling like, waiting all day to go out there and do this? Well, personally, uh, I was really never in that situation, John. I knew that earlier in my career because I was uh, considered a minority. I was an American and a college kid. And, uh, 
and uh, uh, you know you had to stand up for yourself and let them know that this is what you wanted to do for a living. Right. You did anticipate having to fight early, and the best thing to do is to fight a real tough guy, win or lose, to send the message that you're in this for the long haul. Uh, but to be in this type of specific situation like Matt Cook was in coming into Boston, no, I don't know what that exact feeling is, but it can't be comfortable. That's why I think it's going to start early. That would be my anticipation because I think it's the best approach. So if you if you go out there and, and fight a tough guy, you don't and, and you lose. That's better than get, like getting your ass kicked by Tyler Sagan or Rick Middleton or something, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, you know, if you want to get the uh, if you want to get the fight card a little bit more even, then you take on somebody that you can handle. Right, but, right, right. But take but take on the toughest guy early. I think that's the best. That's the best message you can even send to your to your teammates as well. Hey, I think the Canadians, even the Canadians, would admit they saw a very different Bruins team the other night at at Bell Center. Uh, a lot different than the one they whacked in home and home series back in October. Other than the fact that it was the ninth win in a row, uh, how significant was that victory for the Boston Bruins in Montreal? Well, they got a great performance from their goalie. Number one, uh, they needed it. They didn't protect the puck or manage the puck very well uh, at times in that hockey game. But I think you've seen three out of the nine where they haven't played their best and still won. And uh, you know, winning is contagious. Um, their ability to find ways to win games uh, from different players making big plays, and the players will always talk about confidence. Uh, it's not a phrase I like to hear a lot for professional athletes. I think they should be confident in general, but. Uh, they do. They talk about confidence and their ability to make plays under pressure at the right times when they're confident, mm-hmm. and that's what they're feeling right now. And and uh, and they're looking at what they've accomplished. You know how they've gone from last in the certainly in the conference and the division to a chance to be in first place in the top three seed in a short period of time. They did set goals to get there by a certain point in the season. Uh, it has been accelerated because of this winning streak. And when you're winning, you don't want it to stop. And uh, and they know that Buffalo is a very good team. Yeah. To, to that end, when when you're on a nine game run like this, and you're playing, and you're just, you know victory after victory, how do smart coaches and I guess opportunistic players can continue that run? Do they do certain things? Do the, does practice remain the same? You don't change anything. What's what does a smart coach do in a situation like this? Well, game days become uh, almost identical uh, when you're winning. You don't want to mess with the streak. But as far as your preparation on days in between. Uh, the Bruins focus a lot on rest. You know, they try to they try to see the guys that log the most minutes, make sure they're looking after themselves and that they're not uh, overtaxed in practice. Uh, there are subtle messages sent during games. If you watch the Montreal game, they went to a three-line rotation in the third period. Mm-hmm. Pouliot, with a couple of bad penalties, got sat. That doesn't mean he won't be in the lineup tonight, but it was a chance to uh, – it was a coaching moment, as they say. Uh, and you try to have a feel for those guys that are going, who are winning face-offs. I need to get them on the ice more often. Uh, it becomes a feel for good coaches. And uh, and if you trust your players, like Claude tries to trust his players and play four lines the majority of the games, then you know your players will have your back. And those those uh, moments of coaching, those moments of trust are there more often than they're not. Uh, meters out today. Kelly Malone is doing the sports flash. She has a question for you, Brick. So I'm just wondering if you think, uh, obviously Tuca has been getting a lot more playing time this season. Uh, with Tim Thomas coming off of two shutouts, do you think they'll play him tonight because he's been so hot? And if they don't, will the Buffalo media and the fans perceive it as the Bruins Ooh, trying to protect excellent question, Kelly. Tim Thomas? <laughs> well, the Buffalo fans and the Buffalo media can perceive whatever they want, Kelly. Uh, I don't think that's going to impact the way the Bruins make their decision on who's in net tonight. Uh, I have no idea who will play goal tonight. My expectation is that it will be Tuka Rask. I thought Rask, if uh, if they were 
building their decisions on who was going to play goal uh, based on, you know, perceptions of this game, Buffalo-Boston, and they wanted Thomas to be in there, um, that goes against everything Boston thinks. So you would have saw Rask play in Montreal if that was the case. So with Thomas playing in Montreal, and even though he's coming off shutouts, uh, I expect Rask to be a goal. See, I, I remember, I believe it was Thanksgiving weekend when they went into the, the stands and Milbury beat the guy with the shoe. Uh, I'm helping for one of those tonight. No, Andy. it was not Thanksgiving weekend. Uh, yeah, I, I believe it was. No, I don't think it was. It was around Christmas, wasn't it? It was a holiday. Weekend okay, it was a holiday. Was holiday. When everyone's supposed to be sharing the love. Yeah, it was, it was like Christmas, Christmas Eve. Weekend? Yeah, Christmas might have been the 24th. I don't know if I don't know if we showed it or not, but there was a brawl and a half, an absolute melee in Montreal the other night, late in the third period. I know it was a one nothing game, and the concentration of the cameras was on the ice and. And I don't know what the protocol is for showing those, but I'm telling you, it was a Boston-Montreal bloodbath going on in the stands. <laughs> it's been who, a big who, YouTube Who hit. won? Yeah, it was on YouTube, and I think they were picking on some Bruins fans who had Bruins garb on. Um, what, did the Bruins fans hold their own, as far as you know, Andy? Well, I had one eye on the brawl and then one eye on a highlight package that I was supposed to be analyzing, so I couldn't really <laughs> give it my full attention. <laughs> You should have let Jack do the boxing play-by-play. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know where he was looking for sure. Should be fun, Andy. We'll be watching tonight. Thanks for the time. Okay, happy Thanksgiving, guys. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Thanks Andy so. Brickley, sponsored by Norfolk Power Equipment and Kubota Tractor. Visit Norfolk Power today to enjoy money-saving year-end Kubota deals. Check out NorfolkPower.com for more. We should point out, 10 days ago, Milan Lucic laid a hit on Sabres goaltender Ryan Miller that was felt throughout the league tonight. Two teams face off in Buffalo for the first time since that night with the Bruins riding a nine-game winning streak. You won't want to be late for this one. Brick says might be right and, on the opening Brick, faceoff. Brick says right when they <laughs> drop the puck. Coverage begins with Bruins faceoff live at 6.30 only do, do on Nesson. Do you believe Nesson. Mar is that a TV trick? He's just trying to get us to No, I think, I think they'll want to get it out of the way. Remember, it did happen but with that they? Dallas game yeah, last season. I love that one. The they can't do oh, it until go. the puck drops because then they get in real trouble. But when the puck drops and yeah. then – Immediately, stuff is flying, and then you get the yard sale on the ice, and guys are fighting. All will it be just two guys, or will it be like five on five? Oh, and he said it could it could degenerate into a bloodbath all night long. Not with, no one going in the stands machines. with shoes. No, I don't think that, so. I miss those days. That December twenty second. By I, the way, I remember coming home from college and getting together with people, and like we were all sitting watching yeah. it together. And it was had, hysterical. You know what it was like? It was like we talked about earlier when you came home from school. On Thanksgiving, started drinking and started drinking and just went <laughs> real hard because you hadn't seen your friends in a couple of months. Yeah, and you know you had a lot of things to catch up on. It was the same feeling. Just got home from uh, school on Christmas, mm-hmm. got together and just sat and watched this just unforgettable moment where they went into the stands. And I I don't blame them. I I don't blame Rex Ryan for what he said to the fan. I don't blame uh, in, in I should say in every case, but oftentimes. They're human beings. If someone's in the stands and you're playing, yeah, John Dennis is playing whatever hockey, football, and just theoretically, just run with this. Spits in your face. Uh-huh. Do you say, "Oh, wait, the commissioner doesn't want us to do and uh, respond to these people"? Spits in the face. Bets are off. Bets are off. Bets are off. What if they say, "I bleeped your mother uh, last you, night"? Yeah, say you turn the other cheek. Yeah, I guess you got to. You don't. I'm talking you. You do not. <laughs> you do. You do a mill bet. Do I know it's going to cost me seventy-five grand? That, no, that's a good. Well. If I know it's going to, you already got me but, for 50 but, for flipping the bird at the, at the mixed Ryan martial knew, arts. Rex Ryan knew. Right, it was exactly. cost him money and right. did it anyway. But yeah. he did it so quick. It was just like, shut the bleep up. Right. That's just a normal human reaction. Reaction, response, it is. And you cannot treat fans like they're not people. The fans are people. And if a person says to you, yeah. I bleeped your mother, you have to respond. 
I'm not saying you beat him up. Well, he didn't find him for saying it. He fined him for having people heard it and record it and get, have him be a YouTube yeah, sensation, and, and, and it's people, out there. I'm sure he right. said it a number of That's times. That's a good point, because they didn't find Belichick, who said something much worse. Exactly. But the people, as you said yesterday, were laughing when Rex They thought Ryan. it was hysterical. They weren't offended. They weren't hurt. He didn't hit him with a shoe. Weren't you laughing when Milbury and McNabb and O'Reilly were up in the stands? It. I absolutely loved it. It was one of the you know, most unforgettable hockey moments, and and... Still to this day, when you watch it, you laugh. Yeah. That Milbury pulls the shoe off and says, Beats him with his own shoe. What should I do with this? I know. Whack. And you say, We need more of that. No, did anyone get hurt? Did the guy get hospitalized or anything? I don't really care. I don't. (laughs) I don't really care. Quick timeout, Dennis and Callahan. Phone calls next.